Hello, I'm Susie Jones. Welcome to Your Money. If you have a financial question for Bruce Helmer or Peg Webb, you can call this number 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's 888-6-ADVICE. And you can certainly email your question to yourmoney@wealthenhancement.com. During this show, though, you can call or text our studio line 651-461-9226. Now here is Senior Vice President financial advisor Peg Webb, along with Bruce Helmer, the founder and financial advisor of the Wealth Enhancement Group. Peg, Bruce, how goes it? Good morning. Yes, how goes it? How is everything going? Thank you, Susie. Um, Great. Good to be with you again. Hi, Peg. Good morning. Hey, so ladies, um, and thanks for the uh, nice lead-in, Susie. Appreciate that. Ladies, last week we, we discussed... About and talked about why having a solid financial plan in place is key to your long-term. Bruce is breaking up just a bit, Peg, if you can hear yeah. that. Um, he wanted to kind of recap what we were talking about last week and then get to today's topic, which will be sort of that re-evaluating where you are, giving uh, somewhat of a reality check to your individual situation where you are right now as we kind of near the end of the year. So maybe we could pick it up as we reach out to Bruce and get him back on the line. As Bruce said, last week we discussed why having a financial plan in place is key for achieving your peace of mind, mostly in retirement for changes that, you know, are 20, 30 years down the road. So one thing I constantly hear from my clients is how am I doing? Am I on track? What will my income look like in retirement? And the answer comes down to having a good financial plan. And one thing that you can really uh, can help investors is sort out kind of that decision process, having an objective, having information, getting good advice. We at Wealth Enhancer Group have great tools that we use to, to, um, to prepare for people being financially independent. And we have a special report called the Reality Check Report. We've actually offered it before on this show, but I really like this topic where our listeners can use some extra help, especially given the market uncertainty over the last couple of years. Now, yes, the markets have been good, but yet what does the future look like? So uh, we give some financial tips as to um, what will your future look like in this uh, Reality Check Report. And it's actually based on real live experience that we have with our clients. And who wouldn't want to know, you know, how much can I spend in my retirement years and not have to worry about the market? So we actually invite you um, to meet with one of our Wealth Enhancement Group advisors for free, no obligation, financial review meeting. Actually get this reality check report. We'll do it for you at no cost. Uh, if you reach out to us and make an appointment, we actually have people waiting today, one 207 1352 Now, let me just take a second, though, uh, Susie, because people are probably saying, what is this reality check report? Well, it's actually personalized to you, your situation, your financial goals. It actually creates kind of a map. Um, and you're, it's designed specifically for people who have saved at least 250000 for retirement. You get an analysis of your current investments. You get a forecast of your potential growth. You get an estimate of your Social Security, and you get a projection of taxes, 
including Medicare and Medigap premiums. So if indeed that interests you and you're trying to prepare with a kind of a mental free, not worry retirement, you can get this report, just meet with one of our advisors, uh, no obligation. And once again, uh, Susie, we have people standing by, they're by the phones right now, to schedule an appointment, uh, 1-888-207-1352. Once again, that's 1-888-207-1352. All right, Bruce is with us once again, reiterating the importance of a reality check. Uh, I believe people, myself included, uh, don't mind putting their head in the sand and just hoping it all works out. But it's pretty good to know where you're at right now so you can make a course correction if you need to, right? That's a great, that's a great point, Susie. And, you know, um, the, the fact that there's no cost for this, I think sometimes you say free and people think, well, then it doesn't really have any value. There's tremendous value here. Now, I don't want to be one of those infomercials where you say, and we're giving away with a 499, you know, I don't know how you quantify the value, but I know it's there because our clients tell us that it's valuable and tell us it's important. So I, I, the, the fact that it's free doesn't mean it doesn't have value. It does. I don't know how you quantify that value, but I know it absolutely does. So again, one more time, and we'll repeat this before the end of the show, the number to call and people standing by to take the call right now, one 888-207-1352. Um, we'll, and we'll give that number again before we're done today. So, Peg, let's jump into the topic. Uh, the title of it, and I really like this, actually, Stop Navigating a New World with an Old Map. <laughs> let's explain to listeners what we mean by that. Well, the first thing I want to know is what's the definition of old? You know, so when about, right? yeah, when I was thinking about these maps and I'm saying, oh, today, well, it's on my iPhone and it's on my iPad and I, it's just my car tells me where to go. I did live through the era of holding the map. I'm kind of wondering why we didn't crash into a lot of other cars. We're holding the map in our car, <laughs> navigating where we're going. So when I, so the first thing that I think about with an old map is that it wasn't necessarily has as much detail as we have today. Kind of in the ancient world, maps often ended at the edge of the map with a warning, here be dragons. Sounds scary to me. <laughs> but what that really meant was you're going you're gonna, um, to be close to water, like the sea or a mountain range or a desert. But that actually told people pretty clear you know, step beyond what's known and comfortable, and you invite big trouble. So, you know, we've just lived through extraordinary times. I can't tell you that, um, yes, we're all happy, and I have to tell you my reviews are not hard right now. People are happy. Now, they're happy because they have a lot more money uh, than they had two years ago. There's still a lot of unknowns, you know, um, as we're sitting in this place right now, you know, we've got some market volatility recently. I would say we've got a changing economy and, and a real stubborn pandemic here to the point where I'm getting a little bit irritated with it. And it would I would just wish it would go away. 
And then we have a little uh, political discord about, and all of these things are kind of shaping our world, Bruce, uh, before us. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think some things in our world, in financial planning or the investment world, some things have always been true and always will be true, but some things are changing. And that's kind of our point today is to, is to focus on some of those things on how we have to look at the world, you know, a little bit differently than we did before. And I love your analogy. I, I, I mean, again, a lot of our listeners maybe aren't as old as we are, don't remember actual paper maps and navigating a trip with a paper map. But you and I both did that. Heck, I remember, you know, not having smartphones or cell phones. If you were in a car, you couldn't, you had to pull over to a pay phone if you wanted to call somebody. So technological changes, technological advancements is going to be a big part of this new economy. But again, it's, uh, it's, it's more complicated than just technology. There's a lot of things going on, including, as you mentioned, even uh, shifts with regard to world powers and, and different economies around the globe. Yeah, and in this in this new world that we're talking about, um, there's issues that come up in our reviews, like climate change. You know, it's an it's an increasingly part of our investment landscape. We do have clients that specifically say, "I do not want to invest in this. I do not believe in it. I believe it's going to hurt our environment." And we take those things seriously. And then could there possibly be a shift? <clears throat> the, the United States has always been kind of the powerhouse. Well, if you look decades down the road, is it always, always going to be the USA? And then this technology, Bruce, you talked about it. You said, I didn't have an iPhone. I didn't have a computer on my desk, you know, at work. We had an in-basket only. So just the speed that we do things today is so dramatic, and I think it's going to get even more dramatic. And then of recent, this inflation has worried people. It has spiked, especially on energy and food, and, um, and then we're still kind of printing money in the, in the government where we, we've got this infrastructure bill, you know, who won on that bill, who are the losers. This is so strange in that employment is full. But yet there's millions of jobs that are going unfilled. So it's still a mystery to me where all the people went. And then, yeah, I'm not happy that the things that I have ordered are not coming and they're delayed and there's this supply chain issues. And I just want my new couch that I ordered and I'm waiting and waiting and getting a new, <laughs> you know, this is the first world problems, right? Where's my couch? But they're all, you know, still sitting on a boat or they don't have the truck drivers so why are we talking about this is that, you know, investments have done so well over the last decade. Right now, Bruce, I'm doing a five-year uh, uh, history of, of results in the investments that our clients have on my reviews, and they're insanely good. And so the real question is, you know, that's the past, and how do we now look to the future and our investment team is working hard on and making predictions. You know what is coming next, Bruce? Well, and again, we and we talked about this last week, and we and we do uh, a lot on the show. That in the short term, nobody can know for sure what is going to happen. In the long term, history tells us that investments in in growth 
stocks, equities, whatever word you want to use. Long term, that probably makes sense to do that. But again, part of what we're talking about today is that the, the stocks that used to be favored might not be the stocks that are the ones to be favored going forward. And we always tell clients, Peg and Susie, past performance doesn't guarantee future results. I think that's what you were referencing there, Peg, when you talked about how well we've done the last decade. If you're doing a forecast for a client, we're not going to assume the next decade is going to be as good as the last decade. We're going we're gonna to try to you know, in, inject a little reality in there. There's probably a retraction or two coming in the next 10 years. So I, I don't know that we'll, the, the next 10 will be as good as the last 10. So these are all the things that we're talking about. And, you know, Peg, uh, I, the, there's all kinds of technical data, a lot of which is probably not applicable to this show. But, uh, but when clients talk to me, uh, even in one-on-one -on -one meetings, I'll go into some of that technical stuff. But I'm also a history buff, and I also remind people the historical precedent here, the last time we had a global pandemic was 1918, and that was followed by a period of unprecedented social and economic growth that the history books now call the Roaring Twenties. I, I'm not saying for sure that's going to happen, but you can certainly feel a lot of the problems that we have now, including inflation, uh, supply chain issues. You said, where have the people gone? There's open jobs, but nobody's taking them. COVID is still a, a shadow on everything we do, and I remain convinced that that is a huge part of all the problems that the economy is having right now. And if we ever get that behind us, I really expect, uh, a, a nice period of economic growth, GDP expansion, stock market gains. Again, nobody knows for sure, but th that seems logical to me. The problem is every time I think COVID's going away, a new variant, sp variant springs up and we got to go through it all over again and panic all over again and, and uh, revaccinate and get our booster shots and so forth. So people are still hunkering down. People have still for universally not going back to life as normal before we knew it, you know, as it was, you know, 22 months ago or whenever this darn thing started. Peg? Yeah, and with all that said, Bruce, um, we have a job to do. We, as the, um, not we, not meaning you and I, but our investment department is looking and trying to identify trends and opportunities that would benefit our clients given all the things you just mentioned. And Historically, we've kind of always said, oh, is growth in or is value in? Well, what do I mean by that? Well, our growth stocks and uh, the ones that, you, that come to mind are usually tech stocks like a Microsoft or an Apple or something like that. And then uh, value stocks, usually kind of the financials and the energy stocks like uh, Exxon or um, you know, Citicorp or something like that are known as value. And there was always kind of a clear line whether growth was where it was at or value was where it was at. And if you look historically, one or the other was always at the top. Well, as we look at it now, you know, some of these companies are getting so big, like a Microsoft, who used to be a growth stock, but now they're kind of deemed a value stock too, because value is really just is the stock cheap 
in relation to the basic measurements like earnings, book value, cash value. That's how you define value. And I think there's a misnomer out there that says, hey, if you've got anything to do with technology, you're a growth stock. But that's not necessarily true today. So as our investment team looks at where should we be in the future, you know, they're looking for what could come out of all the things that we said that are kind of unrestful right now and position uh, in those places. And then uh, lastly, Bruce, uh, uh, interest rates. Interest rates are a big deal, and they are low and probably will remain low for quite some time. So our bond portfolios could continue to face some pressure because of these low interest rates. Now, usually low interest rates, just so as a reminder, are really good for companies and stocks because they've all refinanced their debt and they're able to borrow more money at a low interest rate. So um, so that actually is a plus for our stock. Hence, Bruce, diversification. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Peggy, you were talking about, you know, how um, value and growth and how things change. I think back, you know, to the decade when I was young, and, uh, and again, I didn't follow the economics when I was a teenager or, or in my early 20s the way I do now. But in the 70s, the big stocks, and normally we don't mention individual companies, but just as a reference point, things like IBM, AT&T, Standard Oil, General Electric, those were the biggest uh, companies in the country. And they're nowhere near the, the top now. It's been replaced by Microsoft and Amazon and Apple and Google and Facebook. So, again, it, it's, it's just a very different world. And people, clients included, talk to me about, well, is crypto going to be the currency of the future? And, and, and what about the legalization of marijuana? Should we be investing in cryptocurrency and marijuana? And the, and the answer is maybe, but how do you do that? And the example that we always give, I think marijuana is a growing industry. I think crypto could be the currency of the future. But how do you know which one is going to be the one to invest in? When the car was first invented, there were over 100 car companies. Almost all of them failed. So, yes, there, you can see the future going a different direction. But being able to understand who's got the business fundamentals and the staying power that's going to be here and be successful is not easy. Peg? Well, yeah, Bruce, and I believe um, I, I'm so grateful for our investment team and the analytics that they do and in uh, looking at the future, because for you and I, um, you know, it, in building these portfolios or choosing the asset allocation, that's our responsibility, is they're doing a good job. And I agree with you that, you know, trying to buy things cheap today and switch around or chasing last year's winner, that's the old, that's the old map. You know, we have to get into the new map now because of technology. And I like what you said, too, is we have so many new things coming with the crypto um, and, and the changing of the environment and, and what may do well, you know, in the future. So one of the things that I want to make sure I do say before we get to the end here is do not just try to guess where the market is headed uh, and, and do not do nothing. Don't do anything because you're like frozen, do not hesitate to get help because there are uh, experienced people out there that can make a higher level educated guess than you probably could on your own. <laughs> well said. Um, Susie, I know we're coming up uh, to the end of the first segment. Maybe it's uh, appropriate to mention again, we started the show talking about our reality check 
that if uh, you want to call and make an appointment anywhere where there's a wealth enhancement group office, you can come in, no cost, no obligation, get a financial review, and that review will also include this reality check, which is very personalized per uh, the individual. And I want to throw that number out one more time. It's one 207 1352 And I know we throw a lot of different numbers at you. There's a number to call right now or to ask a question during the week. Those are different numbers. This is still yet a different number. If you want to actually make an appointment and come in, no cost, no obligation, and walk away with this reality check, one 207 1352 Susie? All right. And, Peg, we do have a text question. And we'll get to it on the other side. But the person does want to ask a question of both of you. Do you do financial visits via Zoom? We're talking about technology and the changing of the map. And here lies the dragons. So we'll get to that answer coming up after the break. You are listening to Your Money. And again, that number to call, 888 888- 2071352 to get your personalized reality check back after the break. Hello, welcome back. I'm Susie Jones. It is your money. If you have a financial question for Bruce Helmer or Peg Webb, you can call this number 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. It is 888-8886-advice and you can certainly email your question to your money at wealthenhancement.com. During this show, you can call or text our studio line Six five one four six one nine two two six. Now here is once again Senior Vice President Financial Advisor Peg Webb, along with Bruce Helmer, founder and financial advisor of Wealth Enhancement Group. And before we get to some of those texts and those calls, we want to remind folks that we are talking about a special gift to our listeners this week. Can you guys share a little bit more about that, Bruce? Uh, Tell us what they get and how much it costs. Nothing, right? Yeah, yeah thank you, Susie. And, and frequent listeners to our show um, know that we we do this every year around the holiday seasons. It's really intended uh, more than anything as a thank you to listeners. Now, look, again, I'm not one of these people that's going to try to mislead anybody. I'm going to be you know very honest. This is potentially good for us also. If people come in, and see us for a no-cost, no-obligation financial review, we might leave a favorable imp- impression, and they might want to engage our firm in a relationship. So, um, But honestly, mostly, this is a give-back to listeners, to loyal listeners, and to people that uh, maybe can uh, benefit from our help. And what's wrong with a win-win? Good for you, good for us, everybody wins. That's, that's the kind of business deals that, that I like where there's all winners. So we've been talking about, Peg and I, Susie, have been talking about the world of investing and uh, how it's changed and how you can't navigate the new world uh, with an old world map. And, and that's actually, I think, Peg, very relevant to this reality check that Susie referenced. Yeah, this reality check has actually been very popular at Wealth Enhancement Group because it it actually takes a real complex situation, meaning tiring, retiring, uh, creating a paycheck. But we literally create a paycheck. We have within this template, it is how many assets do you have? 
Can you create some tax efficiency when you're taking out some income? We forecast your potential growth. We estimate your Social Security and when should you possibly take it. We uh, do a projection of taxes, including Medicare and Medigap premiums. All of that then brings home a net paycheck similar to what you got when you were working. You know, they took taxes out and you, and you got to spend the, the rest. But if you're not prepared, you don't know what your paycheck's going to be. You have 250000 or more. You should call us. I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't cost you anything other than your time. So if you're interested, uh, and once again, the people are actually sitting there today, call 1-888-207-1352. We'd love to meet you. All right. And we also are inviting your phone calls at 651-461-9226. We have Ken in St. Peter, Minnesota. Hello, Ken. You're on with Bruce and Peg. Yes. Uh, longtime listener of Wealth, uh, your company, and also Dave Ramsey. Now, in, in putting our, our investments aside, uh, diversification. So I'm into stocks, bonds, real estate, long-term, short-term, global, domestic, metals, all of that stuff. And one of the things that I've invested in is things that I'm passionate in. That's my, my hobbies and my loves. And I have found that if you get into that, you're best off is buying as good a quality as you can. Now, of course, if you're into diamonds, because these things are always, the the high-end ones are always saleable. Now, of course, diamonds, I couldn't afford the Hope Diamond. Yeah. Because... But it's you have to if you if you're familiar with your with your love, rather than having fifty of these things, if you invest in just a few and that are uh, higher end, people seem to always want those type yeah. of things. And the people that want those are people that have money. All right, and Ken, want. Did you have a question there? Just so we're not t- taking too much time. Just a quick question. I mean, do it. Do you advise uh, investing in stuff because of all yes. of all my investments, the things I've done the best on is my hobby. Okay, thank you, and we'll get that answer to Peg and Bruce. Yeah, I'll I'll start here. Um, I I wouldn't do really well with my hobbies, I can tell you that. Uh, (laughs) So (laughs) I I can appreciate that actually you would gravitate towards your hobbies and something that you would know. I would say with all the people that I've worked with in my career – the odds are pretty slim that that would have worked out for them, meaning uh, you seem to be very knowledgeable in a lot of things and have passion for a lot of things, and not everybody does. What happens is you tend to gravitate towards the things you like, and then you overweight on them. Um, and, And I don't see historically that that's the best thing is to buy a lot of one thing, and then you kind of have to be savvy, especially if it is uh, tangible, like, um, you know, metals and diamonds and that kind of thing. You have to be really knowledgeable to work in that industry. So bottom line is I am a favor, I'm in favor of diversification, um, taking a little risk in things that you don't know because you'll probably be rewarded long term. Another hey, text. Peg, I, I agree. 
Oh, Susie, Susie, I want to jump in on this one. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, I meant to. I meant to get your response, and then when we're done with your response on that, then we'll answer this couple of text questions. Is that all right with everyone? All right, perfect. Yeah, yeah. thank you, thank you. That's perfect. So, okay. Ken, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. And um, Peg, I, I agree with what you said, but I think I get you know Ken's point that I don't totally disagree with Ken. Ken did say he he diversifies, so that's good, and I understand being attracted to things that you're passionate about or things that you know. Even Warren Buffett talks about investing in businesses that you use yourself. You know, if you, if you go to a, a, a particular business and, and, you, and, you, and you buy their products or you go there, why not own their stock? You know, so I get what Ken is saying, and I don't totally disagree with Ken, and I totally agree with what you said also, uh, Peg. But, you know, if, if, if I take what Ken said – about investing in things that I'm passionate about or that I know about. I do, I'll use myself as the example. The portfolios that we manage for our clients, I use those same portfolios. I, 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 would, I would be a little bit un, uneasy with an advisor that, that tells me to do one thing and then they do something completely different. So the things that we recommend to our clients I do those things myself, and Peg, I know you do too, but I also do some private investments. And when I look at private investments, these are not you know, the, the, the types of investments that are offered through, through people in our industry. These are just you know, deals that you hear about through business associates or whatever. And, and to Ken's point, when I look at those, I always ask myself three questions. Number one, Will this help people? If, if we make this business work, will it help people? Number two, will I have fun? When I do private deals, I want to have fun. I want to enjoy what, what I'm doing, just like I enjoy my job at Wealth Enhancement Group. And number three, and it's a distant third, is can we make money? If I check all three of those boxes, I'm probably going to invest and maybe sit on the board, on the board or whatever. But it starts with, Helping people and having fun and making money is, is, is important, but it's the third priority. As, as one of my partners in these deals says, we don't do this to make, uh, to make money, but if we don't make money, we don't exist. So we've got to be profitable or we can't help anybody or entertain anybody or whatever the particular business is. So can I get where you're coming from? Absolutely. And Peg and Ken, if it's possible, I think you're both right. I agree with both of you, Susie. All right. And that text question was, uh, do you do Zoom meetings? So for people that are still a little hesitant to come out and be in the public, maybe they're, uh, you know, have some kind of a health condition, they don't want to get out. uh, Do you do that for folks? Peg, how much are you doing in Zoom? Go ahead, Bruce. No, I was asking you how much you're doing in Zoom and, and other types of virtual meetings. Yeah, so believe it or not, Wealth Enhancement Group had the Zoom, um, not necessarily Zoom, all right? We, we're talking about just doing a video with a client or prospective client. Wealth Enhancement Group had that already on our shelf before COVID hit. So it was really easy for us to transition to doing all videos. Uh, in March of 2020, uh, within a couple days, we were sitting at our desk at home, you know, doing all of our client meetings uh, with video. And so what's interesting today about this video option is when I call my clients now or prospective clients, I offer them both choices. 
And I offer them both choices because we're still in kind of a, a pandemic world and and we have different views on how safe it is out there or how unsafe it is. So giving the clients and the prospective clients the choice has worked out very well. The other reason is we have clients all over the United States. So even though I reside in Minnesota and Florida, um, Bruce is in Minnesota, we take clients in all states. Uh, we've got people listening to the show long, long distance. And now they know that they can contact us and, and talk to us over video, and that's worked out well. So I think video is going to be uh, a big part of our future just because of the distance that people already drive to come and see us. In the state of Minnesota, I've got many people who will drive two, three hours mm -hmm. one way okay. to come and visit us, and now they prefer the video. Great. And let's jump in here with another announcement about our special gift that we're offering to folks uh, this week with people standing by right now to take your call. Do you want to jump in with that, Bruce, and share again if people are just tuning in uh, this gift that Wealth Enhancement Group is offering? Sure. Thanks, Susie. Really quick this time. Um, if you want to uh, call, I'm, I'm going to give the number one more time. If you want to call the number 24-7, people there right now waiting to take the call, and you make an appointment with uh, a Wealth Enhancement Group advisor, it's a no-cost, no-obligation financial review. You, you will benefit just, you know, learning about your situation. You're not obligated to engage our services. It doesn't cost you anything. But as Peg said, your time commitment. Well, part of that meeting, we will automatically provide our trademarked reality check report. And the, the reality check is not just a generic, you know, made up in a lab, you know, hypothetical. It'll be specific to your situation. It gives you an analysis of your current investments and the tax efficiency of your portfolio. It'll forecast what we think potential future growth is going to look like. It'll give you an estimate uh, of Social Security benefits and perhaps even the best way to draw your Social Security. And it also projects taxes, Medicare Part B premiums, Medigap insurance, and so on. And after you factor in all your income and expenses, uh, what's the net amount that you're going to get out of this paycheck? Because you're not working anymore. This is projecting forward to retirement. How do you replace your paycheck? So it's very valuable. I don't know how you quantify the value, but I know it's there. People tell us that it really makes a difference. And, again, the number, Susie and uh, listeners, one 207 one three five two one eight 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 two zero seven one three five two. And we're talking with folks today about having a solid financial plan with a new map. We have to get a new map, and this reality check peg <laughs> is really a great tool, a great stepping stone to creating that new map. Correct? Yeah, and I just talked about videos, and so just want to remind listeners if they're interested in this reality check. We will do video uh, meetings with you, so don't feel. I know this is a busy time of year. It's super busy, you know, getting ready for the holidays, and we've got this new year. But our new year resolutions we should be creating in our mind, at least right now, too. And a lot of people take us up on this year-end offer because of the fact that when you look at next year and it's on your to-do list anyway, here's something that would be of added value to get that done. So, 
Um, I do think things are changing, and and that is why we did this show today. We've got the old map, and we got the new world map. And sometimes there's days when I think it's actually going too fast for me, meaning there's just so much new technology, and we get so much done in a day, and we create all this efficiency. Um, and it's for the better of the clients. I have to say that our services that we offer today, and I'm sure everyone who does my job out there is saying, wow, the delivery that we can give people today versus um, yesteryear is so much more quality um, and ongoing observations uh, for that client. And I think it's necessary. I think there's so many things changing that a financial plan is, to me, the only way to go to have that vision, to have that plan, know what your check is going to be. Uh, and, and I don't know it any other way. Bruce? Well, I was thinking, Peg, as you were talking, um, you, you go back and look at old movies or old TV shows, and they're talking financial world, and people are getting market results like in this ticker, ticker tape thing this, that comes out of a machine. And who yeah. could have foreseen that you can click a button on your smartphone and look up what's going on in the Dow or the S&P or any index you want or any individual stock that you want in a matter of seconds on your phone? I mean, nobody could have foreseen that back in the you know 1930s and 1940s. So that's where we've come. And guess what? We're not done expanding and having technological innovation and growth. Even you know to the to the texter that said, "Do we do Zoom meetings?" Um, you know, we do Zoom, Skype. We we do go to meeting. Those are all visual. I'm still doing phone meetings, Peg. Sometimes people don't, don't want to do the technology. They just want to have a phone conversation. But the vast majority of my meetings still, uh, as we speak today, are not face-to-face. People are not comfortable uh, going face-to-face yet, and I get that. And, I, and, I, and, and with the technology, and like you said, the distance that maybe they used to drive, and now they don't have to, if they can get that same information in the comfort of their home and still have the visual contact with their advisor, I mean, why not do that? And, and the other thing is, um, the majority of my meetings are virtual right now, and I'm in all three types. And so we talked about this reality check. That's an introductory meeting. So, so we basically do three types of meetings. There's an introductory meeting. Then if you decide you want to see what we have to recommend, then there's a, a meeting, a second meeting, where we show our recommendations for your consideration. And then if you engage and become a client, the third type of a meeting is a review meeting. So as I just looked at my calendar I have all three types of meetings coming up this week, and almost all of them are virtual. I've only got a couple where I'm meeting somebody face-to-face. So that's a great example of the type of new map technology and how the world of investing in financial planning is changing. Yes, we want to remind folks at 651-461-9226, and if you have a financial question for Bruce or Peg, that is the number to call as we come into the final minutes of the show, oh, talking about creating a new map. No longer do we use an old map. And one thing I noticed on our outline today, both of you, is this uh, changing top 10 market cap rankings by decade. How fascinating is that to you? Uh, and maybe just name the top. In Between 1970 and 80, it was IBM. 80, between 80 and 90, it was NTT, which I don't know what that is. 
1990 to 2000, Microsoft, 2000 to 2010, ExxonMobil, and then again, Microsoft um, since 2010 to 2019. But just the evolution and the changing world in terms of which companies are making money and which ones have sort of fallen down lower in the in the ranking. Peg? Yeah, and I think, um, thanks for bringing that up, Susie. I I think there's a lot of change since those decades already, meaning there's a a higher percentage of the growth of, let's say, the S&P 500 is coming from just a number of stocks. And so instead of just maybe alluding to just the number one in each decade of time, I think it has to do with somewhat this technology and the fast pace that we're in right now and who is going to be the top, the next top tier people. Uh, Nobody really knows. So hence, when we build portfolios, we're not going to buy just five stocks and cross our fingers and hope that those are the, uh, the, the best ones for the next decade. I am a believer and Bruce is a believer and our firm is a believer that you have got to have a portfolio that somebody is watching. Uh, the, the buy and hold uh, scenario is, is, isn't necessarily working as well it has done historically. And the reason I say that is because of all the things we talked about today, the old map versus the new map. I mean, we're going into this cryptocurrency uh, a lot to learn there. And, and is that going to be our future? Is, you know, electric cars going to be uh, what we're driving? Is um, one of my favorite shows was the Jetsons. Are we going to be flying in little vehicles up in the air one day? Uh, so just wanted to mention that I don't think yesteryear is the future. Bruce? Um, I, I don't know what to add to that. I, I guess the, the key takeaway, and I know we're almost out of time, right. is assuming that we're right about all these changes, what does that mean to the individual investor? And again, I think it's don't try to do it yourself. Get professional help. Very good. And on that note, let's remind people one last time, we have just about a minute left, that right now there are people at Wealth Enhancement standing by to take your call to for you to get a free reality check, it is 1-888-207-1352. I'll say it one more time because this is a wonderful opportunity for you to sort of think about the year we've had and then looking forward to the year ahead and what you can do to make adjustments so that you have a happy and a healthy retirement. Bruce and Peg, thank you for your time today. Look forward to next time on your money, one eight eight two zero seven one three five two. People are standing by to take your call.